Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Wild Child Podcast. I am your host, Dabba Mir, and without further ado, I welcome you to grab a joint, kick your feet up, relax a little bit, and enjoy the show. Ah, back to it, back to it, you know, after that weird few days. Alright, so I know what you guys are thinking. Why did you reorganize the episodes and delete two of them? I know. And I'm here to tell you that I deleted two of the episodes because they did not kind of, I don't know, get the point across like I wanted it to. And I know that I just recently talked about how I didn't want to continue to make the the episodes like I have previously been. And that was me talking about the two that, I mean, the two that are still on the channel, obviously. I decided not to delete those two because of the way that I felt about them, that I didn't like them, because, I don't know, I'm at this weird, weird bump in my life where that, that's very much so a struggle in that, and where I will sit and argue with myself about what's okay to post and what's not okay to post, and to be honest, it doesn't really matter, because it's up to me. And it took me a little bit to kind of realize that, and I'm sorry for the lack thereof of noticing that, and I kind of have, in a sense, redirected the way that I want to make these episodes, and I just recently remade the trailer episode, which should, I'm pretty sure, get posted after all of these episodes, and that's okay because it is the beginning and for the first two episodes i liked that it covered the history of cannabis see for that for the first season of this podcast i wanted to cover cannabis and i know that i posted two more episodes this is so complicated now that i'm re-explaining this i'm sorry that it's so complicated (laughs) but Anyways, this is the podcast, and I'm going to keep it mainly surrounded about, I mean, kind of about, not surrounded about, but Jesus, dude, I got to stop fumbling my words. I'm looking like freaking Dak Prescott. Okay, we won't talk about football right now. We won't talk about football right now. I'm in a fantasy league, so that's kind of what I've been doing in my little free time that I have had when, when I'm procrastinating making these episodes and doing my school work I guess but for the first two episodes I didn't like I didn't like the route that it took outside of the educational part of those two episodes I didn't like the way that it sounded like I was reading a script I didn't like the way that it sounded like I had no energy or whatever so I wanted to remake these episodes and give it my best for all of them and I'm sorry if for some of them I am lacking in that area because I don't know 
certain certain things or certain things in life will pull me in different directions and I will lose track of the, my main goal and that is to grow my podcast and grow my plants so whatever um like I like I was talking about though I had remade the trailer episode to the podcast in general and that I'm very I'm pleased with I'm happy that I got to remake the trailer episode I like the trailer episode that I made previously but it didn't really it didn't really capture everything about the podcast like this podcast is hasn't even made it to the fourth episode yet and it's been pulled in so many different directions I'm just trying to keep it simple and keep it just on a good path right now because I'm I'm still I'm still trying to figure out this whole podcasting thing. I'm still trying to figure out how to be comfortable talking on the podcast. I'm still trying to figure out how to be comfortable listening back to me talking on the podcast. So it's a constant thing that it's just a working progress and bear with me because it's just these episodes aren't going to get better until they get worse for a little bit and then they'll start getting better because small changes and on top of that if you guys could re- leave any reviews for the podcast that'd be great very much so appreciated because of the fact that I will be able to go back and read them and make small little changes that you guys will like and I guess that's all I'll talk about for the beginning of this this episode let's get into the cannabis talk shall we no, for this episode in particular for the history of cannabis, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Jazz Age. Oh, and am I excited about this episode, dude, because I learned about this a little bit in high school, and I won't talk about how I learned it in high school because the school that I originally attended did not teach like this. This is something that I was very interested in at the time, and now is something that I'm even more interested in because I learned cannabis is mixed in with it. And what I'm talking about is the jazz age in general. I love that shit. I I, I remember, I think in 10th grade, I was learning about a lot about Louis Armstrong, Harlem, and the jazz age. And I know that in those times, cannabis or during those times reefer was mentioned a lot in their music a lot in their culture so i'm going to talk a little bit about that because i think it plays a huge role in the in the stigmatization of cannabis in the united states just because it was very racist and jazz music if you didn't know was pretty much performed solely by african-american artists and i when I was learning about this, fell in love with Louis Armstrong's music and Cab Calloway's music. I don't know, I don't know a lot of people who like Cab Calloway, but that was my dude for some reason. I just loved, I just loved his whole. I don't know what I love so much about him. Maybe it was, maybe it was, there was so many songs, but one in particular song was I think it's called Minnie the Moocher. I love that song for some reason. I don't know. It just gets me in this weird vibe. 
but for the sake of this podcast, let me just keep it a little bit more in, in, I mean, educational. Dude, what am I even trying to say, my dude? No, but if I haven't already mentioned the fact that you can follow me on Instagram, you can follow the podcast, and you can like the podcast, and on top of all of that, you can leave reviews on the podcast, and it helps me so much because of that I get a hear a little bit of your guys's feedback and what you guys are liking about this podcast and what you're not really liking about this podcast so feel free to leave reviews for days you know what i'm saying and the reason that i'm making this that's what i was talking about is just i love the jazz age i love music i love learning about the way that our music and today's music was created by jazz and just it has changed so much and i guess you can't you can't really mention you can't really mention the role that jazz music played on cannabis without mentioning the role that the african-american community and the minority groups at the time played on jazz as well because they pretty much created that type of music and in some instances they were they were actually coerced into making the music by other white people and knowing this it 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 drives this this these shivers down my spine that i just i hate I hate learning about that part of our past because it's so it's so power hungry and nasty to just to know about and to think about. So for the sake of the rest of the podcast, I'm kind of going to keep it a little bit more on the jazz cannabis side of things. But I really want you guys to understand the role in which jazz cannabis and African-American minority groups played on all of this they they coincide with each other at, at at a level that i will never be able to begin to understand because i am a white guy but on top of that i for the sake of this episode i really just want to get this out because i love the jazz era and i love i love the music of the jazz era era and i love the way that it seemed so accepting but yet it wasn't at all, and I guess the joy that jazz music brought to those minority groups and just people in general, it, it goes unmatched, and I think that I got a lot of joy uh, learning from it. So, Cannabis is actually mentioned, I mean, Cannabis is mentioned a lot in jazz songs, and there's actually my dude cab calloway created a song called the reefer man which i'm sure had a huge role in the way that i felt about cab calloway's music but i love that song i listened to it like too many times when i was in high school (laughs) Um, i just i love that song because it's it's just like i don't know it's just it's like so it's like so like I just feel like I could dance for days listening to that song. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the truth. I feel like I could dance for days listening to that song, but 
this song actually included lines like, if he trades you dimes for nickels and calls watermelons pickles, then you know you're talking to the reefer man. That's one of the songs in the in or that's one of the lines in the song. Excuse my word fumble, but on top of that, Trixie Smith also recorded an iconic cannabis tribute called Jack Amello, and this was actually the theme song to Disjointed on Netflix. And I know what you guys are thinking at this point into the episode. When is this dude going to start talking about my man, Louis Armstrong? Now, I'll just stop you guys right there. Because if you think that I'm going to do a jazz segment without mentioning my dude, Louis Armstrong, you are tripping, my guy. You are tripping. Dude, Louis Armstrong is, is, he's arguably one of the most famous jazz musicians of all time, was well known, he was a well known Viper when it came to, Viper is the name that is actually given to jazz musicians who smoked cannabis. After hissing sounds, after the hissing sound produced while inhaling smoke, Armstrong first tried cannabis, which he called the gauge, as a commonplace slang at the time in the 1920s, and used substance throughout. He used the substance throughout his entire career, before performances and recordings. While his cannabis use was debated and rumored for the majority of his career, Armstrong eventually opened up about his love affair with weed. To biographer Max Jones near the end of his life explaining that he had to give it up as the prohibition era dawned armstrong was an ardent supporter of cannabis medicinal and recreational benefits and he was also once jailed for nine days in downtown los angeles after detectives caught him smoking at a parking garage times haven't changed much huh (laughs) Because we still be blowing that at the parking garages, baby. If you have a parking garage, I recommend you head over there right now. Spark up a little J or something, you know. Get get into your little jazz side of things. If not, whatever, dude. That's not your thing. I'm not here to push anything on you. I'm just saying. That, That boy Louis Armstrong, he had something figured out. But there's even a legend... And a legend, I think, that is true. That Vice President Richard Nixon accidentally smuggled cannabis into the U.S. for Armstrong after saying he didn't have to go through customs. Wow. Look that. (laughs) I recommend you look that up because I'm not joking about that. Known for its time, showing effects, cannabis changed jazz musicians. Perception of their own performances, lowering their inhibitions, and allowing them to experiment creativity. Uh, They'd play with sounds, beats, rhythm, and then it quickly became the hallmark of infectious dance-inducing and joy-filling music. And this is why when you listen to jazz music or even just if you're listening to What a Wonderful World because I know that that song is just huge. It just it makes you feel so good, I guess. For me, it makes me feel awesome. I don't know about that for you guys, but for me, it makes me 
it makes me so just I don't know but during this time Armstrong was also breaking the barriers during the Jim Crow era Armstrong heavily influenced popular culture for decades on top of that while politicians demonized cannabis and jazz which they called satanic at the time and by association its musicians Armstrong's music became dominated it became Armstrong Armstrong's music dominated common American household radios that that's why you know Louis Armstrong and you know what a wonderful world is it's because the the mark that this guy left just on the world after that it it was insane absolutely insane but this actually like him creating music and mentioning the fact that he did enjoy cannabis it created this uprise in black activists that have been at the forefront of culture in the pot revolution and is evidenced by armstrong and other jazz vipers now that the mantle has been passed in a sense to inf to maybe even influential cannabis just industry figures like Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, and even Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> who actually worked to empower their communities through weed entrepreneurship. And if you didn't know, I think we all know that KK, bro, Wiz be smoking that KK. And if you guys also didn't know, look up, I recommend looking up a song called Young, Wild, and Free. Because when I was a kid, that was my jam, dude. I loved, I loved music. Just at this time, it, it, I fell in love with just this type of music that, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really understand because I, I just, I don't think I was supposed to understand. But I just fell in love with the beats. I fell in love with the way that it made me want to jump, made me want to move, you know what I mean? But... So, this is what I ask. At the end of this episode, this is what I ask. So, as you enjoy cannabis today, and for many days to come, recognize that cannabis has been wielded as a weapon against black and brown communities, first as a tool for enslavement, later as a method of criminalization, and now as a means of disenfranchisement and gentrification and cultural appropriation. Cannabis is inherently intertwined with black history, and it is imperative to reopen spaces within all the industry, our mainstream culture and society for black creatives and entrepreneurs to grow and reclaim what was denied and stolen from them. Now, I am in full support of this. I I agree a hundred percent. Like we literally we literally demonize not only black culture but cannabis culture as well as so many other things down the line. I think that there there comes a point where you need to recognize your mistakes, and I don't think that we have. And I just want it to get out there that cannabis is intertwined at such a different level 
with black history and i think that we need to respect that history because it's not ours in that respect so when it comes down to it this episode was mainly about education and i want you guys to realize that cannabis was very much so used as a weapon during these times and as much as you may not agree with it it's important to know because if you don't know something history has a way of it repeating itself if you know what i'm talking about um these things are still not solved these problems in the united states are definitely damn sure not still not solved and it, it's saddening to me that it has been almost decades centuries of just this type of energy and this type of stuff so here at the wild child podcast we don't agree with any of that type of shit any of that type of shit cannabis it is very much so a gift from whoever created the world i guess and it has been demonized i'm not saying that it's a gift and you should smoke all of it all the time i'm just saying that it was put on the earth for a reason and the reason being was not to criminalize african americans it was not to criminalize anybody actually and i can guarantee that because in my opinion nature is natural beauty and i think that during these times and during these days ahead of us people will start to lose sight of that and unfortunately with the way that our technology is quite honestly the only thing booming for us at this point considering there is no there's just something missing and the the reason i'm saying this is because there's so much division between just the world and there's so much like hate and it's like for me sometimes i experience some of these things and sometimes i am in a very bad i just have a very bad energy over me and today was actually one of those days and i just i want to reiterate the fact that cannabis shouldn't be used as an escape for those things i think that cannabis can be used healthily and i think that cannabis can be used very very unhealthily and i think that you can also lose yourself in cannabis i have actually lost myself with cannabis and just knowing knowing a little bit more about the history has made me come to a lot of different terms with cannabis use and now i guess my love for cannabis isn't isn't wrapped solely around being able to smoke cannabis because i love the history of cannabis i love to learn about the the criminalization in the in the in the years of cultural appropriation that stemmed down from just this this plant that was uh, quite honestly given to us so when it comes down to those things and now it's very important to learn about it because me myself i'm not trying to repeat history um in that respect but you you've got to be able to just relax a little bit and it's harder and it, i think as times go on and as time continues to go 
these problems will become more so at just the front line of all of our lives and you'll be able to see the stress on our faces and you'll be able to see all of this stuff and i just want you guys whoever's listening to this podcast to know that going outside and just taking a random breath is so much more relaxing than sitting on your phone and watching tiktoks <laughs> so i just want you guys to know the importance of all of this and the way that they very much so used cannabis as a weapon during these times and still maybe still because there are a lot there are a lot and a lot of people who are still locked up in jail for nonviolent crimes and things of that nature and i think that it's time to confront those issues because 90 percent of those people are african-american and i think that that's the issue that alone is the issue because it's creating the separation within the industry and i think it's time as well to give the industry back to the owners of the industry in a sense so that'll that'll do it for this episode of the podcast i could sit here and i could rant about this stuff all night long but i don't think that there will be any value out of just hearing a young kid talking about this stuff and i'll leave that to the experts because like i said i am just me but I just want to be able to do my part in this area and I want to be able to shine light on the problems within this industry because there are still problems within this industry. As much as as glorious as it is to be able to go to a store and buy weed, there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage that comes with cannabis use and just cannabis history in general. So that's what this first season is gonna be about. And I know that these podcasts have been a little bit inconsistent, but I'll make sure to make it a little bit more consistent because recently I've actually been struggling a little bit with little mental problems. And not only do I want this podcast to be able to talk about those mental problems, but I want this podcast to be able to be an educational piece. So for the first season, and these seasons will consist of actually 10 episodes and for the first season i'm going to keep it solely cannabis history related because i want to get these uh out i guess i want to be able to get these podcasts out before i start talking about my struggles with weed before i start talking about my trials and tribulations with the plant itself just because there's a lot of understanding that has to go around the plant on top of that and i'm just i'm just doing my own thing here so i've said it before and i'll say it again you guys can always leave a review on this podcast follow my instagram at dabinmir d-a-b-n-m-i-e-r and i'll see you guys next week deuces